Have you struggled with self-confidence? Being over 50, I've had countless moments of self-doubt from questioning my career choices to going through a divorce and trying to navigate the dating world as a single mom. Sometimes it feels like the doubts just keep piling up, but I know I'm not alone in this struggle. I am your host, Kelly Buckley, and I'm thrilled to be sharing the Beautifully Confident show, where we'll explore ways to grow our confidence inside and out. We'll hear from experts who have been through it all and learn practical tips for embracing our strengths and feeling more self-assured. I'm excited to embark on this journey of self-discovery and growth, and I hope you'll join me in overcoming our doubts and fears and become beautifully confident together. Hi, and welcome to the Beautifully Confident Show. I'm your host, Kelly Buckley, and I am thrilled to have you here. On our show, we explore the powerful connection between beauty and confidence, and we hear from incredible experts who have overcome challenges and risen to become the beautifully confident women they are today. Oh, we know that confidence isn't always easy and life can throw us curveballs and shake our sense of self. But when we share our stories, that's how we can listen and realize we're not alone in this and it can help us to elevate ourselves. So we hope to inspire and empower our listeners to embrace their own unique beauty and cultivate that unshakable confidence. And I am excited for my guest today. Welcome, Amy. Oh, thank you, Kelly. I'm super excited to be here. So thank you for inviting me. Yes. Um, so I am so excited for our listeners to hear from you. And I I was honestly just looking at your, your bio and, and your picture, and I thought, I'm so excited for our listeners to hear from you because... When I look at you and hear from you, I just get a warm feeling. You are such a, a warm, wonderful person. So I am uh, excited for our listeners to hear from you. Well, thank you. That that makes me feel warm inside. I appreciate that because I, I, you know, I'm kind of a sensitive, you know, person that's always concerned about how everybody else is feeling. So if that if I make you feel happy and warm inside then that really pleases me absolutely so let me give you the short story of Amy and then she is going to share her story with you a time that her confidence was shaken and what she's doing to move past that plus she has a little extra to share something about her daughter that I think is pretty impressive so Amy Stepkowski the owner and founder of Two Little Birds, a real estate investment company in Palm Harbor, Florida, has a passion for networking, all things real estate, and helping families create spaces that are proud to call home. Her entrepreneurial journey began with a home staging business, a step above designs in 2017. She's always had an eye for design since she was a little girl in her grandmother's home, home furniture store. And from that inspiration, she built a successful business led by her creative vision and her enjoyment of impacting families with a fresh start. She then established Two Little Birds to further explore helping distressed homeowners and reviving communities. Her goal is to create new beginnings no matter the situation. Ah, I love that, Amy. Oh my gosh. Aww. So I just, I want you to share, share with our listeners just a little bit about your life and your journey, um, because, you know, talking to you and getting to know you and, and reading about this, you're, 
you're kind of traditional. So I, I think it's great mm -hmm. here, but then also hear the turns that your life has taken. Oh, thank you so much, Kelly. So yeah, I'm excited to share this because it has been quite a journey. Um, so I uh, met my husband uh, in college. We were at the University of Georgia, go dogs. And um, we got married after college, uh, had two daughters. Um, my degree was in teaching. So um, I was teaching before I had the girls and then I wanted to stay home with them. Uh, family's just always been super important to me and it was worth the sacrifice, you know, of a second income. Uh, and, and fortunately we were able to do that because my husband had a good job. So um, anyways, I was home with the girls and, and then we decided to homeschool. I mean, honestly, that was probably the first big thing that I decided to do that was out of my comfort zone. I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's like one thing after another, getting out of our comfort zone to, uh, and that's when we realized just how much there is for us in this life, you know, and the great plans God has for us. And it usually requires that scary step first, you know? Yeah. So that was probably my first scary step. Being responsible for their education was a little bit overwhelming, but it just felt like that's, you know, I felt like that's where God was leading us. And once they hit high school, um, they were dual, dual enrolled at the local community college. So that really took a lot off of me. And I thought, wow, I can go back to work. I want to, you know, it was exciting to think about starting really kind of a new season and just all the different opportunities I could consider. Um, I didn't want to go back to teaching. I was, you know, kind of done with that. Just wanted to do something new and different and exciting. So. Um, Anyway, several things led me to opening a staging business. Um, I've always loved real estate and I've always enjoyed design, it's kind of been in my family. My grandparents had a business that was uh, like furnishings, decor, flooring, and I grew up around that. So um, anyway, staging just seemed perfect because it kind of pulled together a lot of things I loved. Um, so that was a big, scary step, too. Um, and that's kind of where my entrepreneurial journey began. Um, it was, I guess that was 2017. And I don't know, my husband's always wanted to invest in real estate. But I thought, you know, well, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be for me, but that sounds great for you. Maybe we'll figure it out one day, but you know, here we are. <laughs> oh my gosh. There were so many things I want to, I want to pull out to make sure our listeners were touching all of that. And so it's actually, my passion is working with women on, on getting out of their comfort zones and, and realizing when they need a change and when a certain season is over. So I love that you mm -hmm. acknowledge that point of needing to get out of your comfort zone and, and then realizing, you know what, I do have a teaching degree and I could do that, but that season's over. So, you know, what's mm -hmm. my next step? And then figuring out what you loved and putting that into, into a business. It's, it's just amazing. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm so happy for you to give hope to the women that are listening and saying, 
you know, I kind of, I feel a little stuck. Like, what can I do? So I know, Mm -hmm. you know, it hasn't been smooth sailing the whole time. So can you share with us, Amy, um, a time that you felt like your confidence was shaken and some steps that you took to move past that? Okay, I'd love to. Um, Well, so first of all, just starting that business, I mean, starting a business at all was really kind of scary, but exciting, scary. And, um, and so I found people to help me with that. I mean, my husband was a big help. Um, but I also just, I started networking. Um, it took me a little while to get started and to get the confidence to go out and do that too. You know, it's, it's funny how they say, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. So I thought, oh, well, staging is what I love. And, you know, I was always kind of the quiet girl in school, not really, I mean, I I don't know, maybe kind of an introvert, um, although I do, I love people. Um, But so the idea of sales sounded terrifying. And I thought, well, I don't want to do sales. And (laughs) it's so funny how after I got all into starting my business, I thought, well, wait a minute, I do have to do sales. This isn't just do what you love and you'll never work a day. I mean, as an entrepreneur, you have to do a lot, lot of things. You have to wear a lot of hats. So um, it's really kind of funny to look back at that and think I could avoid sales. But, <laughs> um, but you know, I found, I started networking and then I, I learned from all these people I was networking with too. You know, it was like, it was not just sharing my business with them and them sharing their business with me. Um, they were entrepreneurs too. And so we talked about those types of things. Like, how do you manage all of these hats? How do you, you know, do the things that you're not, uh, aren't your strengths necessarily, but are required to have a successful business. So that felt more comfortable to me. And then once I saw that there are other people doing this, you know, and they're figuring it out and I can lean on them. Um, And then also really just changing my mindset and my approach to sales because I enjoy talking to people. And so, you know, it's not, it's just connecting with people and then finding out how we can help people, you know, just changing the way I looked at it really helped. Um, So I learned that from other people and from coaches. um, And that really is what, I think equipped me uh, to do that business and to be pretty successful. Um, And then I started to kind of just feel like, you know, there was more that there was more out there. I really, I prayed about it. I I started to learn to really incorporate God into my business too, and not just my personal life. Yeah. (laughs) You know, of course I always prayed, Lord, let this business be successful, but I didn't really really like put him in control of it I guess is what I'm saying and I finally I kind of learned to do that and um and then just felt like there was more and and that's when I had to really drum up the confidence to actually shift and and start two little birds um it was it was hard because part of me felt like, well, does this, 
look like I'm not grateful for the business that I did build and I prayed so hard about and I, you know, shared with so many people and it's successful. You know, I've met great people and I've made a little money and I mean, it, it was rolling really well, you know? So does that mean that I'm un ungrateful for those things? But, you know, it doesn't. I mean, it just means that there's more. Um, and so also looking at the investor side of it, because I have big dreams that I've, you know, I've shared a little bit with you too, Kelly, about just beyond real estate investing, but like helping other people get out of tough situations and giving them an opportunity to just start something new, start a fresh new beginning for their family. Um, I've been blessed with a great family and I've always had a home that I could go to, you know, through the teenage years, through the hard times as a young adult or as a parent. I always knew that I could go home, like to my parents' house and have a safe place and, and my home now too. And where I was loved and, you know, respected and appreciated. And I feel everybody deserves that, you know? And so that's really kind of the bigger vision I have for my investing is to help people, everyone have that. I just, we, everyone deserves to have that. So, um, but I would say my biggest challenge and fear with pursuing this dream was just, what I felt like was just a man's world. You know, I thought this is going to be such a different approach and I'm not going to be, um, I'm just going to be kind of the oddball out there because <laughs> it just felt like kind of a man's world. I love men. I don't mean anything negative about that, but just, you know, women are really different. I mean, we're wired different. And I think that our approach to, a lot of things is different, you know, and I knew that. So, and I also wanted them to look at me like I'm capable of doing this too. I, I felt it was my own insecurities that, oh, they're just going to think, oh, whatever. She's just a, she's just a stager. She likes to decorate. Like, what is she doing trying to, you know, jump into this investment world? <laughs> Does yeah. that make sense? It does. Absolutely. Um, and I think that that is also a piece that will give our, our listeners hope of, first of all, acknowledging, yes, you may be entering a male dominated world of, of something. We know once you you see something mm -hmm. that you want to do and take a hold of it, um, but then also figuring out, you know, what are things you can do if you are building your confidence that's still going to come across when you're working in this man's world. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think it's just more about pulling that confidence from within because sometimes I think, you know, we might put ourselves in the place of, I don't really belong here. And, you know, yeah. it still goes back to our own confidence about what we're starting or, or what we're, you know, attempting to do. Um, but a couple yeah. of things you said, Amy, that I think I'm going to, dive a little deeper so that it can help our listeners to see these things are important because the, the first thing you said was that um, you realized you needed to get out and network because um, mm -hmm. it, it's important. And even when we're 
introverts or we have the ugly word of sales um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that we realize, you know, nothing happens in the world until someone sells something. So it is mm-hmm. noble, you know, to sell, but that piece of of getting behind it with, I believe in what I'm doing. So I'm happy to share what I'm doing. I'm not pushing something on you that you don't need. Um, yeah, that is huge. Yeah. So can you share, um, because this was also something I felt like I lived in COVID a little bit longer than I should have and wasn't getting myself (laughs) out and about. Um, So can you tell us um, some of the networking things that you started with? Because I think that's helpful for our listeners to hear is, okay, I hear her saying networking, but what is she talking about? Okay, sure. Um, So I actually had a friend or have a friend locally that has that owns a networking organization and they have chapters all over the county. Um, It's a single seat networking organization, which means that each chapter would have like one realtor or one insurance, you know, property and casualty insurance seat and one, you know, so you're building these connections with these, with uh, other members in your chapter and, um, and, you know, they're, it's, there's a vetting process, you know, because they want to make sure they have, you know, good quality professionals in there that you would feel comfortable referring to people um, and doing business with. So anyways, I joined that organization. Um, they didn't have any stagers, so it, it was just wide open for me. I could visit all the chapters. And um, that, for one thing, I met the other professionals that like I had mentioned before, I got to learn from them, like how they handle all, all of these things that entrepreneurs are having to uh, juggle each day. Um, so my approach was kind of, okay, I don't want to go in there and be a salesy person because that's not my personality. I need to be true to me, you know, and the way that God made me and my personality. So my approach was, hey, let me just talk to them, learn from them, learn as much as I can about them and just kind of starting there. And then, and it's amazing. I mean, people love to talk about themselves (laughs) and that really makes it easy, right? (laughs) It makes it really easy to keep a conversation going if you're asking them questions, I mean, about themselves and their business and whatnot. So that was my approach and getting to know the people in the group. Um, and then I also visited like local chambers of commerce and met people there as well. And just kind of the same approach of just, hey, you know, introducing myself, but tell me about you, you know, and learning about them personally, professionally, you know, their experiences in business. And and then how can I help you? Like what would be... Um, is there someone that I can introduce you to, you know, are you trying to reach, you know, who are your top prospects or what people do you like to do business with? You know, maybe I know someone. And so that made it so easy because it wasn't like I was um, out there just trying to get something for me, but you just naturally, they naturally do want to help you out as well. Um, And so it, it really, if you can uh, 
approach it that way, like just with this giving, um, giving mentality and just kind of that go giver attitude, um, it it comes around, you know, and people get to know you, they want to ask you questions too. Um, so, and then also it helped me really hone my own skills and how to share my business and what I'm doing. You know, I needed to be concise about what I offer, you know, what's my service and who am I looking for and who am I looking to talk to? So the more I talk to people about that, the better I got, you know, in sharing what I was doing and how I was looking to help people and, you know, what, what they could do to help me. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, So I'm just going to sort of pull those steps out. And so if somebody is looking to start networking, I'm sure you could Google networking in my area because you had mentioned different organizations and just Mm -hmm. getting yourself involved. But the second thing, which I think is so key is just being curious about the other person and genuinely curious that you just want to know what do you do and how can I help you? Uh, Because it is how the world the world goes around is, you know, who Mm -hmm. who do you know, you know, and and who do you know? And then, you know, once Mm -hmm. people start to to know us and and like us and trust us, of course, they might want to do business with us as well. Right. And don't discount, you know, like so when I had my when I was really focused on my staging business, of, of course, a great person for someone to connect me with would be a real estate agent right but I found that you know you should never just assume that other professionals aren't going to help you you know or aren't going to be good you know kind of power partners with you so um if if you can just enter it with an open mind and thinking you know what I can learn something from everyone I mean then you really are just gonna it's just wide open like the the people that you'll meet and the opportunities you come across um it just it just kind of makes it exciting too you know yeah so let me ask you though because I do think somebody might be listening and thinking I don't really like getting myself out there were there any steps that you took to kind of pull your own inner confidence to say I'm going to do this. Yeah, I, well, I'm not going to lie. It is scary. Mm -hmm. I mean, part of it is just deciding that, okay, what, what am I going to get from this? And then what's the worst that's going to happen? I mean, and you realize that probably all the other people in that room experience some anxiety or stress about the whole networking thing as well. But, um, you kind of just have to make that decision that uh, it's worth feeling uncomfortable, you know? I mean, just really be focused on uh, what you're trying to accomplish. Um, And then for me, I mean, in the beginning, I spent a lot of time just alone, like writing out my messaging and, you know, and just putting the work in to to nail down, you know, good messaging, you know, that really is uh, sharing what I'm trying to do, what I do, and how I'm different from other people, and, um, you know, how my service might be different, different from some other stagers, or 
other options that people would have um, and working on that, you know, and then and practicing, like just saying it out loud. I have to say things out loud to really, I can sit there and read it, you know, and think, oh yeah, I know this. And then when it's time to say it, it's like my tongue gets all tied. So, yeah. um, but really putting, putting in the work because you're worth it, you know, I mean, think about what your goals are and are you willing to do whatever it takes to get there? Um, and then just finding, I mean, I found some people that I really connected well with and, you know, could create these account, accountability partnerships, you know, and, uh, or communities of people that, you know, those, some of those groups, like we just are really accountable to each other and, uh, finding the ones you really click with. And, um, and then honestly, I felt like kind of a lot of motivation thinking about myself as a mom raising these girls. I mean, they both have that entrepreneurial spirit and just showing them that I'm going to do hard things because it's worth it. You know, it's usually the hard things that really have the most joy and fulfillment at the end, you know? And so I really felt like I needed, it was my responsibility to show my girls that, you know, this is what I'd like them to do too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. I love that. Ah, so we'll get to that, how you're showing that and how it's showing up in their lives as well. Um, but can you share with our listeners, and it'll be in the show notes, um, if you're driving and, and you miss it, um, how can our listeners uh, connect with you, Amy? So um, I am, I have a, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Facebook and Instagram, the handle is Two Little Birds by Home. Um, I also have a website, twolittlebirds.net, um, and there's a form you can fill out. I'm happy to uh, just chat with anybody. Um, you can find me on Facebook just personally too. And I'd love to connect. And I love talking to other other women, particularly just about this kind of thing, because it's, I've just, I've just grown and learned so much from other women in my circles and going through the hard things together, you know, and celebrating the, the great accomplishments together. So, um, so yeah, reach out to me. Awesome. Ah, uh, and our little surprise bit here. So how is that um, example that you're setting as an entrepreneur showing up in, in your daughter's lives? Well, so yes, I'm so proud of my daughters. My, um, they both want their own businesses. My old, so they're 20 and 22 right now. My youngest daughter, Peyton, she's 20 and she's finishing up in college. She loves plants. She's a plant mama. She wants to have her own uh, plant business one day. So, and she helps with two little birds as well. Um, both of them do actually. And Kaylee, my oldest daughter, um, she is working, she does marketing. Um, but she, her big thing is that she's an author, a published author, in fact, and she works with her publisher too. Um, and she just discovered this passion when she was dual enrolled at the community college in a compositions class. I couldn't get her to read without 
practically paying her <laughs> and write when we were homeschooling. But suddenly it's like she got in this one um, with this one professor and one of the assignments just really lit her up. And um, in fact, tomorrow uh, she's releasing, it's her pre-release for her fifth book that will be published, um, trying to reach that bestseller spot. Um, which she has done with her other four books, which is wow. crazy. Wow. I mean, I'm just really proud of both of them, but um, it's really fun to see just their drive and they're not afraid of anything. And I thought, well, I hope they learned some of that from me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like they did. <laughs> but I know that, you know, we, our family has been pretty uh has been very supportive you know it takes a village to do this right and um my husband definitely has that entrepreneur spirit and 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 inserts fun into everything so I think that they've gotten a lot from him as well but uh and uh you can find in the show notes how you can get Kaylee's book as well or books, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yes, her website will be in there as well. Oh, and our last question. What does it mean to be beautifully confident to you, Amy? Oh, yes. I love that question. So one thing that I I mentioned just entering kind of this man's world, and I've realized and learned through that, that just as women, we have these feminine traits and just that are typical I think the nurturing the caring for people um just so embracing our femininity and using that you know just to help others to grow our businesses I mean just in all the ways I mean I feel like we were created with these characteristics that um that are great tools and anything that we're we're trying to achieve. So I would say embracing femininity and developing our skill sets that uh, we have and igniting our passions to do good and fulfill God's purpose in our lives. Um, and then finding our confidence in him and relying on the Holy Spirit to equip us because he does ask us to do hard things. And we don't need to feel like we're going to do it alone. I mean, I do believe that he'll equip us, whether it's through other people or, you know, so just make those connections and learn from others, take chances and you'll achieve your wildest dreams. Oh, I love that, Amy. And, oh, I'm so glad that you said all of those little pieces you said, um, because God did make us different and we should embrace our femininity to become our most beautifully confident um, yes. I love that. Thank you so much for being here today, Amy. Oh, thank you, Kelly. It was so fun. Well, that is all for today's show. Thank you so much for joining us um, as we explore that connection between beauty and confidence. Um, and remember, if you're feeling like your confidence has been shaken, it's not too late to rise up and step into your most beautifully confident self. So be sure to check out the show notes for more information on how you can connect with us and continue your journey towards self-love and empowerment. And until next time, stay beautifully confident.
Are you fed up with feeling exhausted and drained? I was some years ago until I took action to reclaim my confidence. Are you ready to regain your self-assurance and dive into a fulfilling professional journey that you adore? It's time to embrace the perfect blend of self-care and effective time management. Book a strategy call with me on my Beautifully Confident podcast website, where we'll team up and design a seamless work-life action plan tailored just for you. Take a peek at my 12-week She Elevates Now program, where we delve into the depths and establish lasting habits that will transform your life. Let's partner up and make magic happen. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Beautifully Confident Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review and share this with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you in your beauty and confidence journey, visit my website at beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com.